Hello, and welcome to One Controller Report Podcast, episode 49. I'm your host, uh, Benjamin Yoda, your virtual YouTuber. I'm a computer made of flesh here to talk to you today. Although, like, virtual YouTubers are always just, like, what's called <laughs> just a person anyway. So it's like, oh, person with mocap stuff on, I assume. <laughs> Anyways, but off that, virtual YouTubers, too too popular right now there's a lot of them i think i was looking at um inside.jp and it seemed like they might be teasing their own virtual youtuber oh, yeah 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 i'm not a virtual youtuber i'm here in the flesh you can't see my face but i exist without an anime girl face on my face um this is episode 49 you know what that means next week's episode 50 i have nothing planned you know what's gonna happen next week probably nothing special I'll probably come on mic and just have the same terrible intro every single time. Um, but yeah, video games. Um, I have not, I forget if I mentioned last week that I got Penny Punching Princess through Gamefly that I plan to play uh, instead of God of War, and I'm okay with that. I don't really need to play God of War, at least I don't know. I don't know. I feel like there might be time to play another Sony game. But I did get Penny Punching Princess, but I did notice like um, there were some talks, a lot of conversation i guess about dads and games um and dads and games is something that uh i've kind of appreciated for a while now specifically back to like um probably like 2000 2012 or something 12 13 uh i i have a handful that i've really enjoyed over the years it's um um what's his name oh shoot uh, Claymore from, from Dragon Quest Hero, or not Heroes, Dragon Quest Swords for the Wii, and he's just like a, um, a drunk, <laughs> a weird drunk dad who's very flirty with the ladies, even though your mom is still married to him in the game, and then he's just like, oh, don't say your mom, she'll beat me flirting <laughs> with the ladies at the bar, <laughs> even though your mom's, like, in, not in town, it's a weird thing, uh, but I think that's more of just, like, a, a, jokey kind of dad uh when we talk about like actual good dad characters though i think near is probably the one that everyone points to originally um i don't want to go too deep into near because inevitably that will just end up talking about near automata but basically near in the american release and i don't i think near so there's like there's like near replicant i think and near gestalt and and near replicant, you're actually the brother of the girl, but in near gestalt, you're the father of the girl. But only near gestalt came out here. And I, I, if I recall correctly, the whole point of having two different versions is they wanted near replicant to appeal to the uh, Japanese market, and then near gestalt to appear appeal to the Western audience, which preferred 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 a more older. Um, main character which made some things that were kind of uh, odd there was some weird almost like love interest kind of stuff with Nier that didn't really make a lot of sense because he's so much older than everyone else I mean I get at some point you know you know just love it. no ages who knows you're at the end of the day it's up to the two people who are there um who are involved and they can make that own decision but but it is it is something sometimes where you're like this relationship doesn't feel like it makes a lot of sense also she could or he could be their dad <laughs> or something i don't know but uh yeah after the rain hot anime manga i read the manga well read as much of the manga as i could for that uh, which is also a story about an old man and a young lady but uh yeah 
Yeah, but I think the one that I, I, I probably appreciate the most is um, Attack of the Friday Monsters. And if you don't know what Attack of the Friday's Monsters, it's like this level 5 title uh, about this little kid who's running around a... Uh, I think it's Tokyo, like a... Like a like a underdeveloped Tokyo and um yeah it's called a Tokyo tale at the end um anyway so so it's like this little kid is running around and there's like this big smog monster that appears sometimes on Fridays I believe is exactly when and um it's just a little kid going around talking to people solving a lot of like little problems and stuff and initially I mean the, the kid is the main character but really the story ends up being more about the dad himself and um I don't want to say too much without giving it away, but essentially the dad is a dry cleaner and he he kind of fails at the job he was trying to get before becoming a dry cleaner. And then so he he becomes like really disheartened about everything. So he pretty much just doing this dry cleaner job to like take care of his family and stuff. And then over the course of the story, you get to learn more about you know, what, what he was trying to become and um, also like why he gave up on trying to become that. And then uh, inevitably him succeeding to become who he, went, who he always should have been maybe. <laughs> I don't know. But I really like the dad in, in that game a lot. Um, it did get me thinking about like people talking about uh, Kratos being a dad in God of War. It did get me thinking a bit about moms that play active roles in games. Because obviously there's um, Claymore in Dragon Quest Swords. He's like a... He's like a party member, essentially. Um, Nier is the main character of the original Nier. And a Tokyo Tale, that I just said, is you play as the kid, but it's really about the dad. And I don't know that many games that have the mother as a central character. Um, they often are often pl- like big plot points, but they're not really like a ever-present character you see very often, I feel like. So I'm kind of curious... Um, if you have any recommendations, I, I would love to, to pursue that and see, um, mainly because of just like novelty reasons. I like seeing things that are novel and I feel like for a while dads in like Japanese media in specific, um, didn't always play a leading role that I would like them to. I mean, you have a lot of older men in like Western games all the time. It's not uncommon. I just got done playing a way out, which is essentially two dads. Uh, so we'll talk about the way out here in a second, but yeah, so I, maybe we should talk about a way out now. Um, cause I think that's all I really have to say about, about those, those dads, uh, Attack of the Friday Monsters. If you have not played it and you like very relaxing and very cute games, uh, it's just basically a bunch of kids running around talking to each other and being kids and, and being irrational like kids. There's a lot of problems they have that aren't really problems, but they become, you know, these big deals, um, because they're kids. Um, I like that game a lot. It's, uh, it's on Nintendo 3DS only, unfortunately. And it's a part, it's, it's kind of like a spiritual successor to the My Summer Vacation series in Japan. I think it's Boku no Nat- Natsumi, maybe? Anyways, um, and it's the only one of that, even though it's a spiritual successor, it's the only one of that series that got localized, really. Um, and I don't think there's fan translations for those games either, which is really kind of disappointing. I feel like it was popular um, enough, but I guess it wasn't <laughs> um, uh, to get fan translations. A lot of, I, admittedly, there's a lot of like PS1 games that don't get fan translated super often, but um, yeah, yeah, that game, um, I like that game a lot. A Way Out, I like okay. Um, I think I might have talked about A Way Out the, a week or two before. Um, it's 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 a lot of like mediocre 
action elements, but it's like kind of just like a a action movie essentially. So it's a lot of like doing a variety of tasks, you know, doing quick time events, uh, playing a lot of sections where it's like, hey, this is now a third person shooter. This is now driving. This is now uh, rowing down a river <laughs> in a raft, and you both have to sit there and paddle. It's a lot of like little tiny elements and mini games that you um you can play with play with each other essentially to to get to the story. It's very narrative based game. So and if you don't already know, A Way Out is already is a forced co-op game, so you have to have somebody there playing with you, either online or, or split-screen. And when you're playing online, it's still split-screen, because the split-screen mechanics are actually worked into the cinematic quality of the game. Um, and I liked it a I, uh, I was about to say I liked it a lot. I liked it okay. <laughs> For $30, it was nice. I think I remember talking about this $30 thing before, which might be... Might means I talked about it this week or I talked about the stream at some point, but I think the core game is all right. There's one thing I did want to kind of touch on, and it's kind of it's hard because it's it's towards the end of the game. Um, I think maybe the best way to frame it is um, both the characters kind of have a different end goal at the end of the game, um, and and they kind of get to this point where they have to make a choice on which direction they'll go. Um, and neither are particularly happy about trying to make this choice, but they have to go together if they're going to go together. <laughs> um, and it actually becomes like this competitive thing at the very end. Like it's a lot of competitive mini games. So it's like the entire game is like being cooperative, helping each other open doors, you know, helping each other up and like, you know, watching out for, for other things. And then at the end of the game, suddenly it's like the two of you essentially trying to force a scenario on each other. Um, and, and eventually one person is able to, to get them to go one path or get them to go the other path. Um, and it's pretty shallow, but I think like from a story perspective, it's kind of shallow, but the, um, but the actual, uh, implementation of it from a gameplay perspective, you know, suddenly making this last chapter be a very competitive chapter, um, where you're really working against each other to try to get one character to go one way or the other, um, is really cool. I like that part of the game a lot. Um, and it's, it's a shame that it's only the last chapter because again, I thought it was really enjoyable playing through the rest of the game, but that's probably the most like noticeable thing. I kind of wish there was a little bit more of that, um, speckled throughout the game where you're, you're doing more competitive kind of stuff, trying to like do things first or, you know, like, uh, do better at the other player. There's, there's definitely some little things like that. Like you could go <laughs> in the hospital at one point and play connect four with one another. And if the other person who, who you're playing with is like really dead set on winning, <laughs> um, um, you can have a pretty intense connect four match, especially if it's like, you guys haven't played in years and it's and like it's like what the heck is this even i don't even know <laughs> so a way out was pretty all right uh i would say the dad aspect of it you know as i kind of use the dad aspect to get into here um not particularly stand out um there's like one scene in particular with one of the characters that is a little more a little involved in terms of being a dad um but honestly the game from a story perspective doesn't really do a good job of really landing anything it's kind of just your pretty average you know breakout story between these two characters um and and i would say the ending is kind of eh. um if anything the endings might not be great 
Um, but I think it's really so. I think it's really cool that whole competitive nature at the end of the game. That's I think that's really fun, um, and I, I, I a nice way to twist those mechanics around in a way you really wouldn't expect because I mean the entire game is supposed to be co-op, and <laughs> and you're doing these competitive things where you can actually kind of like screen watch each other because no matter if you're playing online, you're still looking at the other player's screen. <laughs> so yeah, it's 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 pretty neat. Um, yeah. Uh, I do have some more topics I could talk about, but we might just go straight to Fortune Cookie because we're already getting to the end of the 20 minute thing. Um, still just playing my garbage MMO games. I definitely didn't di- download another garbage MMO game. Um, so I'm playing PSO2. I'm sitting around like level 24, 25. I, I think what I, and I may have mentioned this last week is I found out like how to get through episode one of PSO2 because a lot of that stuff is not really immediately available when you're playing you have to like go into a menu and there's actually two different menus with two different sets of cutscenes. one is like the required cutscenes. so if you go not required but required to to um get the rewards for episode one essentially um you watch these cutscenes. that they're kind of the core most important cutscenes, and you can also go back to your room and watch like side cutscenes involving each of the individual like story characters and stuff um so so it's kind of interesting it's kind of weird that it's broken up between two different menus like that and like not just like oh i can switch between the two you have to like go back to your room to go watch some of those other cutscenes. but it's been nice to just kind of be able to pick them from the win- men- menu and i've been playing the game largely alone at this point um but if you were playing the game with a person it would be it's kind of inconvenient having you know having to sit there and talk over each other uh while you're trying to watch cutscenes. um and you're just playing more closers nothing particularly new on closers unfortunately just just still going through that (laughs) um i don't know what my ultimate goal with closures at the moment other than just i'm having a good time with it playing through the story i don't know where the story ends because it is like a free-to-play game so maybe the story doesn't end and it just kind of bleeds off at some point that'd be kind of disappointing because i think the story's okay um but i haven't playing been playing it nearly as much probably been putting more a lot more time into pso2 and then uh i definitely did it download caravan stories i don't know we'll see what happens i might not spend the time like playing mmos is a terrible idea and just like throw another one off my plate let alone this one is in japanese where pso2 has a fan translation and closures is officially available in english I don't know. We'll see. It's got a nice look, Caravan Stories. Uh, we might talk about it later. I'm literally sitting here staring at it right now. It just finished downloading all of its updates, I think. So I could I could play it right now, right here with you. Let's do the fortune cookie. If you're not here, if you're not if you're not familiar with the fortune cookie, um, the fortune cookie is where I pick a random game out of my collection using a randomizer thing. Even though I haven't updated this list in probably like six months and uh talk about a game from that collection that i've played hopefully i played most of the time um crash team racing for the playstation and just to know i have no idea what i'm going to talk about with these games typically ahead of time i just try to talk about them off the top of my head uh crash team racing is actually kind of um hmm so i don't i haven't played crash team racing recently and i probably should go back to it um something that i've kind of developed over the over the years is a growing almost resistance to mario kart like um i don't know there's just like i played mario kart 8 the other day and i'm just sitting there and i'm playing it i'm like i feel so so dead inside right now like 
Mario Kart is Mario Kart, and even when they added like the, the the three different plane modes and stuff, it just feels like Mario Kart still is. It didn't add anything to like really feel like it changed the game up that much. Um, and so I've I've I think I've at this point I've kind of given up on Mario Kart for now until they show something else that really shows off something new. I will hopefully not pick up another one. Anyways, and I'll talk about Mario Kart. Crash Team Racing was a other kart racing game I played when I was a kid. I think it might be the only one when I was playing as a, that I was playing as a kid. I don't remember. I did play that GBA Konami kart racing game. Um, and I liked it back then. But the problem is right now is I can't particularly remember why I liked it. I think it was very competent at the very least. I remember at the time as a kid playing it and thinking, you know, it, it, it maybe didn't play as well as something like a Mario Kart 64, but it definitely looked a lot better. It was a lot flashier, and um, I don't know what the frame rate was like, but you could you could use the multi-tap to do four-player split-screen, which was a little inconvenient, um, but but it worked. Um, and we played a lot with a friend, or I played a lot with my my friends and my sister and stuff, and had a good time. I don't know if I have anything special to say about Crash Team Racing though. That's unfortunate. Um. Yeah, I think it's just a, a nice looking game. It's from what I remember most of anything. Um, I'd like to go back and check it out just because, you know, it's 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 essentially probably one of the most direct competitors of Mario Kart that you could have had. And there's there's multiple releases in the series. I think I think they're all fairly well received, but there's none of them really took off. I think the first one's the only one that maybe did particularly well. Um, but but that was also when the Crash brand was a lot stronger and, you know, a big, big Sony name at the time, even though it's, you know, the license with Activision now. So I don't know. I don't know if we'll ever see another Crash Team Racing. I don't know if I want to. I think it might be sitting too close to Mario Kart for my own personal comfort. But I might, I, I don't know if I have my copy here or not. I might check it out sometime. We'll see. I have a lot of racing games to play, like Pen Pen Triathlon, Excite Bots, and um, there's something else laying around that I need to play. I forget what it was. But, uh, yeah, racing games. They're alright. I guess that's going to do it for this week. A little shorter on the shorter side this time. Um, no article planned right now. Maybe I'll spring something up out of nowhere. But, honestly, more than anything, I've been playing games mostly. Um, I play some PUBG over the weekend uh, with that new mode. So I don't have anything uh, publishing coming up, unfortunately. And the, the Xenoblade stuff still just moving slow. Um, I forget where I was at last week, um, but I did spend some time kind of reorganizing the article. So at this point, I think, and I, I mentioned this on my stream on Thursdays, like I just got to look at each paragraph and kind of break down each one individually, I think, and try to cut out as much as possible without losing any meaning because right now it's like 3,000 plus words which if I make a video out of this it's gonna be like you know close to 20 minutes and I don't want that uh, I'd rather do around 15 minutes at most but we'll see I'm not gonna sit there and probably hold myself to that deadline I'll probably I'll probably hold myself to 20 minutes but no 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 more than that probably try to aim closer to like 16 or 17 lower if I can obviously um, but yeah, we'll see. I don't really know where that is in the process because it's just the script. So it's not like I have, I'm gotten any work done on the video itself. Uh, I haven't been doing as much work on it as I probably should have been. Uh, but you know, eh, 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 eh. so I hope you have a good week. I'm going to get something to eat, I think, because I'm hungry. So I'm going to go do that. You have a good weekend. I'll be back on Thursday for more Thousand Arms streaming, and hopefully I don't get stuck again like I did like last time. That was a good time. Um, and then we'll hopefully finish up Thousand Arms the next the next three or four weeks.
that'll be it and hopefully have an article up sometime in the next week or two. Alright, have a good time. Bye! Thank <laughs> you.